What is going on, folks? Welcome to another episode of the Saints and Sinners podcast. Once again, it is Alec, it is Jeremy. After a small little break, I hope everybody had a you know, great Thanksgiving, great holiday, uh, fall season, if you will, as we now edge into the winter, uh, Christmas, and whatnot. So, obviously, as Jeremy, speaking of Christmas, uh, I don't think a lot of us got what we wanted uh, this year, that being a good Saints team, if you will. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Niners really. game. Zero to thirteen, not really, not really much to say. I just feel like if you look at this game, look at every single error in this game, it, it sums up the Saints this year. Penalties, turnovers. Yep. Defense has done its part. Offense can't punch it in for the love of life. Um. Self-discipline and, and coaching, right? I think all that was uh shown pretty well in this game, and uh, but because the Bucks are the Bucks, and this is the NFC South. With Tampa and Atlanta losing, the Saints are still mathematically in this thing, and uh, <laughs> they can't just kill the NFC South yet. Yeah, so, I don't know. I I've lost hope for that. As have I. But knowing the Saints, they'll beat Tampa next week on Monday night and uh, immediately and get then back in. Out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm already prepared for it. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. Uh, before we dive into the Saints, this game, and kind of what we're looking for in the offseason, uh, how you doing, man? I know it's been a minute, but how you doing? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it was nice to beat the Rams for no reason, and then yeah. decide we wanted to lose the 49ers. So, I don't know. It, it reminded me a lot of last season. Like, the defense essentially shut the other offense down by all intents and purposes, and then the offense just decided it didn't want to play. It, it was... It was tough. Yeah, I mean, especially, you know, I feel like the Niners, you know, coming off a big win in Mexico City last week on Monday night, I think this is a Niners team that may have been gassed a little bit. So if you wanted to sneak away a win against a good team, this was your opportunity to do that. Because I think the Niners, you know, were not at 100%. I think they were still kind of, you know, recovering from last week in Mexico City. And uh, just to put it very kindly, you, uh, you shit the bed. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> this this was the game against a good NFC team on the road. You could have snuck away a win from, and you know, then you're talking about the playoffs, the division with everybody losing. You you kind of have are in control of your own destiny at that point, and um, that did not happen. <laughs> the Niners put yeah. up 13 points. You know, they were very very bland. Uh, the Saints had several opportunities to come and try and win this game, and the Niners almost gave it to them, it felt like. Yeah, they, they gave them pretty much every shot to try and win it, and they just they didn't want it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, obviously, uh, let's talk about this game. Two fu- two big fumbles by Alvin Kamara. One uh, in the, on the opening drive in the game. Uh, the Saints are marching, kind of mixing it up with some of the runs uh, and the passes, and uh, Kamara fumbles it. And then later on in the fourth quarter, as the Saints are marching into the red zone, inside the 10, Kamara catches the check down pass from Andy Dalton. He's fighting for extra yardage, and then gets popped uh, on the side, and the ball comes out. And Alvin Kamara now has, I believe, six fumbles this year, a new career high. Um, and obviously, it's not just Kamara, but just turnovers in general have killed this team this year, uh, as we've discussed. Yeah, I don't really know what to even say about that. It feels like he just kind of gave up. Like, coming into this game, he just didn't really want to try. And I don't blame him, because they've been completely underutilizing him most of the year. Right. Or at least the latter half of the year. 
And I don't know. I mean, it was. It's now four fumbles, so he's tied for the most ever in his career. Oh, so four not even through the season. I uh, just <sighs> maybe I added two from four. Okay, I was tripping. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah, it's weird. It's just a weird scenario for a lot of reasons. I mean, this was kind of the chance to prove that you wanted to be in the playoffs, and they just didn't. <laughs> I mean, I can't even blame Pete Carmichael as much as I want to because the play calling was not atrocious. It was Andy it was Dalton balance. deciding to dump the fucking ball off every four seconds. And he had time most of the game. Like, he was not severely under pressure most of the game. And then he would just dump it off two yards, three yards, and give up. I don't know what that is with him, but he just does not want to throw the ball. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, as much heat as people wanted to give uh, Carmichael in this game, like you mentioned, I thought Pete actually called a solid mixture of run and pass to keep the Niners off balance. Uh, They utilized Taysom Hill as a thrower and a runner uh, pretty, you know, they mixed it up during the game, which I liked. Uh, They really couldn't run the ball, uh, which then, again, you're kind of forcing Andy Dalton to try and throw himself into this game. And as we said before, Dalton is is not that kind of quarterback. He never has been. Nah, he's not going to win you a game. He won't. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know. You can win a game with him, but he's not going to win you a game. (laughs) And to your point, you know, the Saints had two fumbles in this game. And uh, uh, the last drive of the game, you know, you call four pass plays on the the goal line. And... (laughs) Jawan Johnson dropped one. Taysom Hill dropped one. So I mean, it, it, it's at at some point, you know, as much heat as Allen and Carmichael have gotten, and I agree, they do deserve some of the most, some of the flack. They do. Yeah, no, for sure. But ultimately, it's on the players who execute the plays you're calling. And you know, again, say what you want about Dennis Allen and, and Carmichael, and I I understand it. I think they deserve it. But yeah. players have to execute plays, and especially on the offensive side of the ball. Right. They've struggled this year doing that. They struggled executing plays, you know. And this game was just the epitome of all the offensive failures this year for the team. Because like, once again, the one bright spot was Chris Olave. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and even that he had the, the quote unquote drop. Yeah, and, and that was about it. He had some good catches late, but that drop pisses me off. I saw a tweet from a Nick Underhill that it was. It was like a giant chalkboard with a giant mathematic equation on it, and he's like, okay, that's the NFL catch rule. Everyone get it? Yep. We just it really just, never... We don't know what a catch is. We still haven't figured it out. Like, yep. he had two feet down, his ass hit the ground, his elbow hit the ground before he dropped the ball, yep. and that's not a catch. I, I just... I don't know what a football move is anymore, apparently. Yep. Apparently, running with the football is not a football move, and tackle, being tackled with the football is not a football move. <laughs> yeah, you should be like casually throwing a stiff arm as I'm falling on the ground and just stiff arm the air, because that's a football Yeah, just move. roll. <laughs> just do a juke. <laughs> do you ever do a juke mid-air so I it just, counts? It's weird. It's just... Right. I don't know. I mean, that, that's not going to change the game. I mean, it would have given us momentum, but it's that's not going to fix the fact that the offense was just atrocious. Yeah. At this point, it's like, just throw in Jameis give us some resemblance of an offense. If he sucks, so be it. Because it's not getting worse than Dalton, I don't think, at this point. Right. And I feel like you have Jameis on a two-year <laughs> contract. You might as well just see what you have in him these last couple games. And if he sucks, then you know you really, really need a quarterback. But yeah. I mean, you can't get one, so who cares, I guess. I, mean, in my, <laughs> I think, in my opinion, I think uh, 
you know, if Carmichael is gone, then I believe these quarterbacks are gone as well. Uh, yeah. Between Dalton and so. Winston. Uh, so, I don't know, man. It's a whole fiasco. Uh, the defense did its part. Uh, they kept yeah. the Niners' offense in check. McCaffrey only had 30 yards on the ground. Uh and 17 yards as a receiver. Jimmy Garoppolo had a very meh day. Uh, and, of course, his he had one, a Jimmy Garoppolo day. <laughs> his, his one touchdown pass came to Juwan Jennings and, uh, you know, right before the half. And, uh, you know, before the play before the touchdown, you got the stop, and the Chris Harris Jr. has a real bad uh, hands to the face penalty, which gives them uh, – I'm sorry, that, that negates the Elante Taylor interception. Yeah, yeah. That's what mm. it was. Um, that unnecessary roughness pissed me off too. Oh, the shove! Like he, that was, he got that was burned so yeah. bad, and yeah, then he just was... comes flying back into the play to hit the guy when he's that, out of bounds. That I'm was like, the play before doing? the touchdown. Yes, yeah. That was just stupid. So, I mean, <laughs> and again, you know, Tyre Matthew to reach out and get that ball tipped nine out of ten times. That's that that works. Nine, yeah, completing right. <laughs> yeah, that works. That's an incomplete pass, and you know. It's the one time where the ball kind of just bounces a different way and it lands right there in Jennings' hands. And, you know, one touchdown felt like five touchdowns in this offense. Like, Yeah, I'm surprised we only lost by a possession and a half, essentially, <laughs> because yeah. this game should have been a lot worse than it was. We just, the defense actually showed up for once. Yeah. So, I don't know. It, it was it, it was annoying to watch, I guess is the way to put it. Yep. It just... I didn't want to watch. I didn't watch most of the second half. I just kind of watched the highlights because it was not enjoyable, and it was. I didn't think we had any chance of coming back. Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, you know the Sands are four and eight, and you look at the regions why they're four and eight. It's penalties. It's turnovers. It's um, you know, <laughs> as good as Pete Carmichael has been. I'm sorry, not. Uh, Michael, I don't know why I said that. As good as this defense has been this year at times, yeah. lack of turnovers has killed this team as well when you're giving oh, the yeah. ball as, way as much as this team has offensively. Yeah. Um, and, you know, everybody seems to want to rat on Tyra Matthew. And, you know, I just got to say, you know, even in Kansas City for that last year and a half, maybe two years in Kansas City, Tyra Matthew was starting to decline already. Right. So I think coming here, he's looked fine to me. He hasn't been the problem. Sure, he's, right, had, no, he's, had, he's, had, he's had to adjust to a different scheme, which, shocker, yeah. any new player coming to a new scheme isn't any time to adjust. Right. He's shown me something this year. Hell, he has our only two interceptions this year. Exactly. Exactly. I, <laughs> I mean, he's like Tyron Matthew is not the problem here, people. I don't, no. He's the least of that. The defensive line can't generate that many sacks. You know, hell. Three of our two of our top three sack leaders are linebackers, Kay Nellis and Demario Davis. Like, I don't know what else you want me to say. I think you've learned that you are getting rid of Davenport at least by now. And Peyton Turner has come on. And Peyton Turner has shown me something this year to go, okay, you know, right? Yeah, I mean, he's still injured, but like, uh, at least he's showing me something. But he's showing me more than Davenport showed me at this point. Yeah, exactly. You know, so then Davenport will go to the Bengals (laughs) and open up a 20 sack season. Oh, with your Hendricks on the other side? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Bengals MO. We yeah. have a player that's bad to go there and blow up. I mean, Hendrickson was good before he left at least, but... Same with Von Bell. I would have taken him right about now. <laughs> yeah, so I mean... <laughs> what, Davenport go? <laughs> it's just a, it's just a bunch of things with this team, man. And I think, you know, 
this is what bad teams go through, right? I mean, yeah, yep. yeah. This is this is what it feels like. We just haven't <laughs> felt it in a while. <laughs> the Saints were shut up for the first time since two thousand and one. We're talking yeah, before I was born. Not period. even, not even, Aaron, not even <laughs> enough. Not even Aaron Brooks years were like this. You know, like we're talking, yeah. Jeff Blake and all those all those guys from back in the day. Yeah. And it's just. Uh, it's frustrating to say the least. So it I is. Mean, it's obnoxious. I mean, you're four and eight. There's a reason you're four and eight, and you know, coaching certainly is a factor as well. I think you look at Dennis Allen. I personally think he's safe at least for one more season. I think Carmichael might be the guy who could be on the way out, but I think Da is safe at least for one more year. Uh, I'm sure he will be, even though we don't want him to be. <laughs> right. It's right. just, and I'm. At this point, I'm banking on 2024, like I said before we started recording. So, I, just go get Caleb Williams at this point. Let uh, Dennis Allen take control and ruin the offense for us so we can go get a good pick. <laughs> and, I mean, who knows? Maybe, um, you know, it looks like teams maybe are starting to check in on Sean Payton and see where he's yeah, at, yep. you know, with coming back next year. And, uh, you know, certainly the Cardinals could be a team, as Kyle Murray said yesterday. Uh, schematically, we were effed. I think uh, yeah. <laughs> that was quite the jab at Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> so, uh, you, you know, the Chargers, the Cardinals, uh, yeah, you know, we'll just see what happens with the head coaching market because, you know. There's a lot of teams that need one right now. You I'm know. I'm going to say the Bengals could even use one at this point because I don't think Zach Taylor's it at the moment. No, but he's got them at 7-4. and four. He's going to stick around if they go to the playoffs. Think, I don't think he got them. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's the front man. For he's he's yeah, the he's right. the front man. So yeah. I don't know. It just depends. Maybe you net something back for Sean Payton in the offseason, and then maybe you can look. Uh, you know, you can look at that as as a positive. Maybe one thing I want to see before the season is over, I would like to see Trevor Penny get some starts at left tackle the last couple of yeah, games. Yep. Uh, I he didn't see... look horrible yesterday. He he no. had some issues, but. Uh, that's expected for a guy who hasn't yeah, played he, since... he looked about as much as I could hope from a rookie left tackle. Who hasn't played since preseason. Right, that too. Yeah, so I would like to see some pending snaps at left tackle uh, yeah, for going sure. forward. Because, I, again, I'm kind of just in the mindset of we're not making the playoffs. Let's just let's just showcase some young assets that we have right now to see what we have going into the offseason. Because if, if I can feel confident about pending and Alave... Right, and that justifies you know trading away this year's first for two stud offensive building pieces. Then I'm okay with that. And you can get some money back from James Hurst doing that too. <laughs> I'm thinking even that far because it's like <laughs> if Penning looks good, you can cut Hurst, get a couple million. I think so. He's making you would get like two or three million, which is not that much, but still, when you're 66 in the hole, you'll take it. Hey, every 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 uh, every bit helps with that. So. Obviously, you know, this season has been disappointing. Let's kind of just talk about the offseason going forward, Jeremy, what we'd like to see done. Uh, I think I think we're both in the same boat of Dennis Allen probably is going to stick around at least for one more season. Um, I hope not, but I, I, I think expect it. it. I expect it. Now, however, Pete Carmichael is a guy considering he didn't even want the job to begin with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Saints could easily... Uh, maybe be looking for someone else to come in. A guy like Frank Wright, I think, to me, makes a lot of sense. Or Wouldn't hate it. Or, I mean, maybe a guy like Biennemi, who you met with for 
what was it, eight hours last year when interviewed to be the head coach, maybe. <laughs> it still pisses me off to this day. Why put it all the time if you're only going to hire Dennis Allen? Yeah, and it was like the next day, too. It wasn't yeah. even like they thought about it. They just did it. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, you just got to find someone new on the offensive side of the ball because this offense is stale. It's, yeah, it is. It's, it's trying to be, you know, a Walmart brand version of the Peyton and Breeze offense. And yeah, and they, they don't have anything – you got to you got to realize when you're making lasagna, if you don't have the the, the noodles or the the layer the noodle layers, all you got is meat, cheese, and sauce. Like that ain't lasagna. You know what I mean? Like, God, it's just <laughs> it's pretty accurate. If you ain't got the pasta and the shells, it ain't lasagna. It's just the ingredients separate, and it's not the same. Yeah, that's what it feels like. That is what it feels like. They're trying to trying to it feels bandage. Like you're just missing the biggest parts of it, and they're yeah. still trying to compete for God knows what reason. Yeah. So, I don't know. Let's uh, let's talk about the off season real quick. What what would be some of the things you would like to see happen in the off season? At this point, so we just saw Hendon Hooker go down with that. Uh, was it a torn ACL? Yeah, ACL. I, I still don't know if that lets him fall to the second round. But if it does, go get him, please. <laughs> because he's, I get he's older, but he's a quarterback and he's probably a first-round worthy talent that could fall into the second. Right. I mean, who knows? A lot of teams need quarterbacks, so maybe not. But there's options down the board. So I would like to at least get a young quarterback to see if you can develop someone. Even if it's just for like one year and then you go get whoever next year. Yeah. I just I want to see someone that we can try to develop because I'm kind of over the whole 28 and 35 year old currently in house. So yeah, <laughs> I mean I think for me I'll kind of piggyback off what you're saying with the quarterback. I think we can all agree, Andy Dalton will not come back to the Saints next year. I don't um, think so. It's not as a backup, but as a backup, sure, I'd be okay with that. Not as the starter for sure. Yeah, agree. I think I think Dalton, despite everything that's happened, I can look at Andy Dalton and say, okay, a you came in to play a lot better than I thought you were going to. Right, right. And B, you know, you know, there were games where he was missing a bunch of guys, you know, across right. the offensive line at the receiver position. So he's come in and done all – he's played better than I expected. Yeah, he's been whatever. Yeah, but at the same time, he's a backup. If we do bring, right. decide to bring – I, I would be okay with bringing back Dalton, bringing in a new quarterback, and just moving on from, from Winston. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of tired. I'm, I've moved on from the Jameis Winston era, like – you just need something new. Like, it's that simple. Yeah. You just need something in this room. Exactly. Like, I think, you know, you mentioned the draft as, as a possible avenue. You know, some yep. free agents I'd like to mention uh, off the top, off this list here. You know, a guy like, <sighs> I can't believe I'm going to say this. If you're the Saints, <laughs> if, you, if you want the blandest of bland quarterbacks to come in and start for you, a guy like Jim McGraw, TV makes a lot of sense, you know, almost a similar scenario where, you know, assuming everyone is healthy, you have playmakers at the running back, at the receiver position. You won't ask Garoppolo to do a whole lot. He's an upgrade over Dalton. That's really what he is. He's a better game He's a better game manager he's Andy than Andy Dalton. Dalton. but slightly better. <laughs> so, Garoppolo I wouldn't hate necessarily, but I think, uh, I don't know where he's actually going to end up. It's kind of weird. Yeah. With Trey Lance there, but then also with Brady being a free agent, I really don't know if the Niners are on Brady's radar because that's kind of – that's the one team I could see Brady going to. Yeah, possibly. Because the Raiders. I saw that Raiders were yeah. potentially in that. Uh, a, a guy 
you know, say what you want about him, almost kind of a similar career path as Jameis Winston in the sense of, you know, mm. playing with his first team and kind of left more questions than answers. Uh, that being Baker Mayfield, you know, obviously. Yeah. The fallout in Cleveland, you know, say what you want about what happened with him and OBJ. I think regardless of uh, the way the Browns' offense was running, it really was a cater to Baker Mayfield coming out of college. And, yeah. you know, him playing hurt didn't help a whole lot, but at the same time, Cleveland just didn't decide to shut him down. And then you go to Carolina where I think we're all agreeing the Panthers have a talented roster. Just Matt Rule could not coach. Yeah, not really. So, Baker would be stupid cheap because he's going to try and – he needs a prove-it deal with somebody to prove he can still be a starter in the NFL, which wouldn't hate it, but at the same time, I think you should still be looking in the draft at that point if you do bring a guy like Baker. Yeah. Uh, If we're looking signing, I wouldn't really despise Daniel Jones. No, I wouldn't either. Because he's one of the younger options. I I don't think he's, like, the guy that you're going to be like, all right, we're good until 2024, but, I mean – I mean, He's if an I'm, option anyway. If I'm bringing a Daniel Jones, I need a new offense coordinator because <laughs> I, <laughs> I this offense wouldn't work with his play style for sure. Yeah, for sure. I would need a new OC if I'm bringing in Daniel Jones. Um, Joe Flacco, Taylor he- <laughs> Taylor Heineke could be a fun option. You oh, know, God. he's <laughs> he he's a spark plug. Guys rally around him nonetheless, as we've seen this year at Washington so far. Um, he could be a fun little stopgate option. You know. Again, if you're looking to draft somebody as well, that would be something you could do. Yeah. Uh, and one name I'll mention just, just in, in the sake of a trade, because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the Saints love to mm-hmm. give away draft picks for veterans. Uh, that's just what we do. Um, one guy I'm going to mention here, uh, that, that being Lions quarterback Jared Goff. Obviously, looking at the Lions now this year and even last year, Jared Goff has exceeded my expectations in the, in, with the Lions. You know, it's a roster that has so many holes across the board offensively, and he's not been the problem. You know, the, through these first two years in Detroit, he's he seems like a real team guy. Um, and again, like, Jared Goff has played well this year. He's played very good football, considering, um, you know, everything that's happened with the Lions. So if the Lions were to draft their next young quarterback and they want to play him right away, whether it's Bryce Young or Stroud or whoever – I wouldn't mind calling the Lions and sending a maybe a a, a four and a six for Jared Goff, and if the Lions eat up half that contract as well, yeah, I'd be okay with that. Because again, I can look at Jared Goff and say, "Here are all these weapons we have for you. Don't mess it up." Chris Olave and the shattered corpse of Michael Thomas, and a now fumble prone Elvin. I'm kidding. No. Kidding, <laughs> but I wouldn't mind Jared Goff. I think that that'd be my ideal quarterback situation. That's... I was just thinking Davis Mills actually, as you said, Jared Goff, similar scenario. Exactly. I would, Slightly I would younger. I wouldn't mind Davis Mills, but it's and just... I think they're gonna go quarterback. I would oh, Houston presume. for sure. Houston I would for presume. sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, I wouldn't mind I mean, Davis Mills because he's young at least. He, On the rookie he, deal, twenty-four. Yeah, let's find out. I wouldn't mind Davis Mills. He's been whatever. I mean, he got benched, but, like, we it's don't a, really know why. They didn't perform any better without him. Yeah, it's just like, he has, 11, know, he has 11 picks to 11 touchdowns, I guess. That's probably why. But, but the Texans have no offensive line help. Your right. best, your best receiver no your best receiver is, like, the five-foot Brandon Cooks. <laughs> Jesus. He's <laughs> 28 times already this year, too. For sure. I wouldn't mind Davis Mills. 
Um, yeah, he's 24. Th- that's a solid option, assuming the Texans, and I think they will, I think we all kind of agree, though, they will go quarterback at one if they continue to be as god-awful as they have been. Yeah, I would, I don't know. They're in, like, this perpetual scenario where I feel like they're going to draft Will Anderson and they're just going to go back down the route of wasting his career like they did Watts. <laughs> and <laughs> it's just going to turn all the way back full circle. They'll draft some quarterback in, like, two more years and then ruin everyone's career and train with the Cardinals. They're going to draft Caleb Williams. Oh, God, please, no, don't ruin his career. <laughs> Um, you, uh, oh, whole, I forgot. Whole I, f- I think we forgot the, the 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 biggest option as far as trade guy goes. Oh, um, Derek Carr. Oh yeah, I don't know. He's. Uh, I don't know how to describe him. There's like not really a feasible option because if you look at the stats, he looks really good, and then I you mean, watch a game and you're like, my God, my eyes are burning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's essentially like in that. Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo tier quarterbacks, you know, they're pretty cool. similar, yeah. Yeah, they're good quarterbacks, but I think in order for He's them had a bad to, year. Wow. In order for them to, well, I think Josh McDaniels has a big. Reason. Yeah, I know it's definitely yeah. you know not solely on him. Just. Yeah, and again, you know, I think if and you know with the reports of, you saw the reports of the Raiders might be tied financially to McDaniels because <laughs> they can't afford to fire him that was while, hilarious. While, while while paying off John Gruden's deal. Still, so if, if you're going to be forced. <sighs> If you're going to be forced to, you know, ride it out with McDaniels for at least another year or two. Maybe Carlon's out. Uh, but also, if you're McDaniels, the excuse you can use to lengthen your time would be, okay, if we're bad this year, let me draft my rookie quarterback. quarterback. Right. Yeah, let me draft my guy and let me build and develop him and we move on from Derek Carr and get assets. I've always, like, been okay with Derek Carr. He's not bad. Like, if he came here and he looked good, I would buy a jersey type deal. Yeah, for sure. But if he came here and was bad, I would cry. So, <clears throat> it's it's I wouldn't hate it. Out of the three options we mentioned, I think he's probably the more popular, not option. feasible, but the yeah, the more decent option. Yeah, <laughs> I don't hate Goff either. I, I he's slightly younger, but I I don't know if the talent drop off is worth it. But they're very similar, so it's like I don't know. I'd be okay with any of them at this point. I just want something different than Jameis and Dalton. Yeah, for sure. I think, uh, again, if you're McDaniels, the best way to lengthen your time, whether you're a bad coach or a good coach, is to say, well, Derek Carr was part of the previous regime. He's not my quarterback. Right. Let me That's draft the, the coaches yeah, do it. Let me draft my Stroud or my Young or whoever, if we're going to be right. this bad. Let's trade Carr and give me, like, three years to build with this rookie quarterback. I'll be curious to see, to see what we do with wide receiver at this point. Yeah. Because there's quite a few guys out there this offseason, like Juju, like, well, <laughs> that might be it. <laughs> Hold on. Let me find another name that might be. Uh, Sterling Shepard's not bad. Uh, Jacoby Myers is going to be an interesting one. But Paris like, Campbell's had a good year with the Colts this year. Yeah, it's just, I feel like Michael Thomas you can't rely on to actually play anymore. Like, right. even if he does, it's like, oh, he's playing good. But I feel like you need another option, and Landry's kind of been that this year. But he's been, meh. he's been around. But he's and been and the quarterback, the, the quarterback has helped out Jarvis Landry either. To be fair, no, yeah, it's I'm not blaming him or anything. I just yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know if you necessarily want him as the number one alongside Olave either. <laughs> it's kind of crazy now that you mentioned it. The cream of the cop at the wide receiver position, it might be Juju, Juju. Smith. It's, it's Juju, pretty much Juju. Juju. Juju's had a, actually a really solid year for the Chiefs. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, anyone with Mahomes is going to look yeah, like, 20 you know, times better than they are. But despite all the flack he got from people, yeah, like, no, he's, he, been good. he's been good at his role this year for the Chiefs, so... You know, if if you're the Saints, and not to mention, you know, with Michael Thomas, you're going to want to, because I'm again, I'm just going to assume nobody will trade for that contract, nope. and nobody's willing to take a risk on that injury history. So I feel like, yeah. no matter what, you're on the books to pay him. You might as well tell him, hey, Michael, I know we just mended all these bridges between us. Let's take your salary. Let's make a vet minimum. Make it all incentive based. And if you can prove to us that you can be that guy again, you can earn your money back. Yeah, because you want you want to his stay. His money here. is high next year. Yeah, it's very high. It's twenty eight million. So he, I think he, if you can turn a lot of that into a bonus or some crap and some figure it out, because yeah. if they can get that number down below like fifteen, I'll be happy. I, that's a lot to ask. Then I'm willing still. to then I'm willing to take the risk on Michael Thomas again. The base is fifteen, so you could cut almost thirteen off the top and turn it into a signing bonus or a performance bonus. Right. So that's thirteen million off the top. Now you're at fifty three million left to go. I mean, you're a sixth of the way there. <laughs> it's just I tough. don't know because no matter what you do, whether you cut him or trade him, you're going to eat that dead money, and you're going to he's, yeah. he, he's going to be on the books regardless for the next couple of years. What even is his? What is his? He has an out here at some point. I forget when it was or is. Let's find out. Let's learn together as we go about this. I love learning things. Let's see. Uh. Is there not one? Shit, there might not be one. Oh, we're too committed. We can cut seven million off the top immediately next year, like before even talking about a bonus. By what? Flat out? Just cutting? flat out restructuring it? No, oh, just oh, that's okay. like what the that's what the restructure amount would be. Same this year, which is what we did. Why is he's, he's making a million this year? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I gotta pull the message you're saying. And then. I don't know if there's an out anymore. <sighs> no, there not. was one at some point. I think it might have been prior to the... I think there was one prior to this year, and there's one June 1st this year. Or this coming offseason. But yeah, I mean, regardless, look, I don't know how much that actually is going to be. Because here's the thing. 2023, he's on the dead cap for 25. 24, yep. he's on the cap for 13. 25, is on the cap for 5. And then yep. 26 for almost $3 million. So... Regardless, you're gonna, he's you're gonna pay him no matter what, right? You, and with a really bad wide receiver market to free agency, yeah, you might just be forced to hang on to him and try and figure out a way to make this work for everybody. You might. Just it's hard now to. too because you have to really pay some of these guys. Like these wide receivers are getting paid a lot nowadays. Shout out to Tyreek so you, you kind of Adams. yeah they they changed the market. It's yeah, on you that, kind it's of on have quarterback, like a deal at this point. It's on that quarterback level as far as. The, yeah, the, the, it's, the demand it's and the market. So, Ooh, my goodness. Again, if you can somehow get his deal lowered and then you kind of look in hindsight, oh, you know, here's Devonta, here's Tyree Kill. You can get that almost that top 10 production for a guy who cost you probably, you know, anywhere from 10 to $14 million a year. Right. If you can't get it worked. All right. I am committed to selling out for 2024 now after seeing the wide receiver free agents in 24. We got Mike Evans, uh, who was the other one? Marquise Brown, Kelvin Ridley, Michael Pittman. Traquan Smith? 
Whoa! Oh, T. Higgins would be a free agent. Kendall Hinton. <laughs> Side him to be QB1. No, but there's some pretty good guys there. Like, I, I, Obviously, you're not going to sign Mike Evans after all the shit you've had with him, but I don't <laughs> think you would anyway. But like, and even Calvin Ridley, same idea. But Hollywood Brown, I would not mind whatsoever. Or even Michael Pittman. Yeah. But I, granted, we have to see if they're actually going to get re-signed or whatnot, but... And I mean, I don't you, know. you know, assuming, <clears throat> assuming, you know, I, I, the line stays the same, I'm fine with the office on the way it's structured right now. I, I was talking, actually, earlier, I just remembered this, sorry. Um, yeah, what do you got? I was talking to a Packers fan, friend of mine, earlier yeah. this morning. I wonder what happens if Jordan Love actually looks good these coming weeks, and if Rodgers is out. Like, do they just trade Rodgers? <laughs> That's, and if so, that's a good is that an option? Like, or even if they don't and they want to keep Rodgers, did they trade Love? <laughs> and then if so, is that an option? I mean, it kind of comes down to how he performs, but yeah, like if there's there's a lot of what ifs this off season. There are for sure quarterbacks. Right? It's interesting because I think I don't know because I still Aaron Rodgers is intriguing. Anyway, so. It's an intriguing it's an intriguing scenario, assuming. Jordan Love plays well enough through these, you know, let's just say, it, it, like, if I'm a, if I'm the Packers, if I know him out for the playoffs, I'm benching Aaron the last three weeks of the year. I'm playing Jordan Love no matter what. Yeah, right. Because I need, I need to see something to build on. Because Jordan Love is entering year. Oh what year is he? What year is he entering now? Uh, four, I think. And did they three exercise the? Let's find out. Fifth year option on him? I don't, I wouldn't think so. It might be his third year. Let's find out. Um. This is his third year. <clears throat> so next so he year... So he has another year, and then you'll have potentially a fifth-year option in yeah. 24. So you got to figure out your new quarterback. And if Aaron Rodgers is on the market, yeah, somebody's going to be interested. Right. I mean, we were talking about it previously. I don't know if the Saints were actually interested, but we saw they were pursuing Watson, So and we saw they were pursuing Russell Wilson. So, And now you just got to wonder, like, unfortunately, how much of that, of that, of Sha- having Sean Payton, like, yeah, like, was uh, actually making them want to come here. Yeah, like without Sean Payton, is are the Saints really they attractive? Shit, yeah, right? <laughs> are, they, are the Saints as attractive right now without Sean Payton? Like that's no. <laughs> the it, answer it's is a, no. <laughs> it's a hard selling point. So that's interesting <laughs> as well. I didn't, I didn't even think about that. So I look at the rest of the offense. The offensive line is good. We have five yeah. good starters, and like I said, I want to see. I want to see. <laughs> I want to see Trevor Penning get some snaps going forward. Yeah, uh, for sure. I'm okay with Kamara. I think they need to either draft or sign another running back to back him up. Who are the free agents? That's a good point, actually. Who are they? I know Josh Jacobs, which is like, whoa, but he's going to get paid way more than we can afford. Yeah, shout out to the Raiders for doing that. That was pretty sick, by the way, <sighs> yesterday. He was on my fantasy squad, and I got like almost 50 points from him. Yeah, oh, there's some, there's some free agents at running back. Holy crap. Yeah, there are. Saquon Barkley, Kareem Hunt, Jamal Williams, Josh Jacobs. Uh, who was the other one I just saw? Miles Sanders. I got two I got my on right now that I would like to see. I would be okay with Miles Sanders, that's for sure. Ooh, David Montgomery? And after they just were talking about uh, who the hell's the back up there? Herbert, yeah. Yep. Singletary. I wouldn't There's mind, some guys. I wouldn't mind seeing Jarnus Johnson in the Saints uniform. Yeah, I wouldn't hate that either. Or, I like those uh, big guys. I certainly would not mind Jeff Wilson coming to New Orleans. 
Yeah, I wouldn't need that. There, there's a lot of them. Yeah, like, so Miles Gaskin even is like, or Alexander Madison. Like, there's guys out there. James Robinson even is a free agent. Yeah, I wouldn't hate that. <sighs> so their Jerry options... McKinnon look good. Their options are running back, you know, if the Saints want to get a... Invest in, in a class. Invest, invest in a backup besides running out Dwayne Washington every time. Because, uh... I'm curious know. who the running backs are in this class. They can find someone else. I know you have Bijan Robinson, who's not going to... He'll go in the first round. <laughs> Probably, I would presume, but I'm looking at who else is even here. Oh, yeah, Jameer Gibbs, that's right. I would not mind him if he actually got to our pick, but I don't know if you want to waste a second-round pick. Right. Because he, he will go in the second round, I'm pretty certain. Zach Evans, Zach Charbonnet. Yeah, Charbonnet would be cool because he has, like, a almost French last name. It's not, but... It works. Close enough. <laughs> And then I think, you know, across the board, the offensive line, I like what you have there. You know, where Reese is really – I mean, I told uh, – He looked very good this year so yeah, far. Yeah, he's been very nice. Uh, you know, I would like to see them maybe invest in, like, a legit backup tight end instead of counting Taysom Hill as a tight end. I would like um, to see them invest in a legit tight end, period. <laughs> well, because I mean, here's my thing also. Let's just say hypothetically Pete Carmichael is gone, right? So right. that's, like, the last of the champagne influence on that offensive side of the ball. Right. So what value what value does Taysom right. Hill carry to a new coordinator who wants to say right. uh, I don't want to use Taysom Hill in that way, right, right. So you know what I mean, like you know, and Juwan Johnson, you know, he showed me something this year. I could say he could be a reliable backup tight end, yeah, yeah, or strictly a receiving tight end. I have you out in the slot, you know, mismatches against smaller DBs or slower linebackers. You can you can do some damage. That's cool, right. But I would like to see them invest in a actual. With, Legit all-around tight end. So. Irv Smith. He would be nice, for sure. He's young. He got replaced. I'm like, did didn't his father play for the Saints? Yes, I want to say he did. Yeah, I could have sworn he did. Hold on. Yeah, he, I think did. he did. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, maybe Making a guy like uh, Robert Tunyon could be cool for Green oh. Bay. I wouldn't hate that actually. Yeah, bring <laughs> bring Aaron Rodgers and Tunyon. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you. That's how you influence him, right? Yeah, we uh, have your tight end. <laughs> I think uh, I, maybe even... Mercedes I got, Lewis, too. <laughs> Bringing both of them. <laughs> it's both of those tight ends right there. Yeah. So, yeah, I would like to see them invest in some in some depth at the tight end position. Cause I no, think yeah, I agree. I like what Jam and Jawan Johnson has a backup, but, you know, mm-hmm. if you bring in a new coordinator, I just don't know how they're going to use Taysom Hill. Or even if he sticks around at that point. Right. So the DB room is going to be one that I'll be interested to see how that works out. Yes. Because Roby's going to be a free agent. I presume they're not going to resign him for any more than like a dollar. Um, and I mean, I you have hope to God they don't bring back Chris Harris. And I mean, you have what you have Lattimore, who we know what he is. Yeah. He's you have your a corner one. on contract. You, you have, have a Debo. on contract. Yeah, exactly. You have three already starting caliber corners. I feel yep, like they're all injured all the time. <laughs> Yeah. Well, at least the Debo was for a while, and Lattimore's had a couple issues the last couple of years. So it's very true, and I think PJ is probably going <laughs> to come back, even though he's a free agent for the seven thousandth time. Yep, I'm more interested in the defensive line uh, for the sake that of. Yep. I don't know. I th- I am assuming you're let down for a walk because Payton Turner has shown you something this year to go. Okay, maybe Payton Turner does deserve more snaps. Yeah, and, he and can't you could even starter. grab someone. You could even go to like, be in rotation. the fourth or fifth round and grab a defensive end if you really wanted to. Yeah, I think one guy I'm kind of keeping my eye on for the defensive tackle position alone. Mm. Uh, 
if the Saints were to re-up on Yamato. I would not mind seeing this team bring back Sheldon Rankins. Yeah, I would need it. He's off to a solid start for the Jets. Had four sacks before he got hurt. Uh, it was on injured reserve. Uh, Rankins go. I wouldn't mind seeing that one-two punch back at D-tackle between him and Onyemata. I would really like Deron Payne. <laughs> yes. He's been phenomenal this Those year. Washington I know he's going to get paid more than we can afford. probably afford, but they yeah. have so many linemen that I presume he won't be there. Even like Tristan Hill out of Arizona, like he's been young. He's played well. He's kind of under the radar. We don't want Tristan Hill. He's bad. He's four I'm, I'm sacks. Here. That's more than like half our defense. I'm, I'm here in Dallas. I I hear the radio talk when he was on the Cowboys. We, he's not good. He's not on the Cowboys anymore. There, there's a there, there's a reason. Oh god. Uh, All right. <laughs> whatever you say. But I don't know. It'll be interesting. We'll see. Because yeah. uh, this is a very, you know, if the Saints do keep Dennis Allen, right? I think this is certainly one of those franchise-defining off-seasons in the sense of how do you kind of inch further and further away from the Champagne era? Because I think it's it's an obvious. You're not Champagne. You can't replicate what Champagne did for this organization. So yeah. the locker room is still intact. The culture will still be the same. But Marvelous, schematically, yeah. but, you know... Coaching-wise, you got to change for the better. Yeah, that's probably what's going to end up happening 2023 to 24. It's just going to be wiping the front office, essentially. Yeah. Because, uh, again... We also could use a new kicker, by the way. <laughs> my oh, God, Lutz. Yeah, that's going to be a I tough forgot, topic uh, already, but oh I my forgot Lord, about Lutz. I, I forgot about Lutz, too, this year. I don't know what's going on with him. I mean, I think his core just jacked him up because he's what is he let's see he's kicking the lowest percent of his career by nearly 10 percent he's made all of his extra points woo uh he's what? 17 for 23 on field goal Jeez, man. which is 73 percent by the way uh he's made them all from 20 to 29 he's missed two from 30 to 39 he's missed three from 40 to 49 i mean or no, yeah, he's missed three from 30 to 39. He's tried seven, made four. That's pretty bad, to put it simply. 73.9% as an NFL kicker is pretty crappy. Uh, that is rough. That's There's no... <laughs> and he's going to be 29 next year. Like, I, uh, kickers don't age, whatever. But, like, if you're that bad and you're all, almost 30, I mean, he would have to have a pretty big turnaround here in these last couple weeks to... I just find... I just found it weird. not have a guy come in. I just found it weird how he's four for seven from forty to four nine, but yet he's three. Yeah, three for four, four for 50. <laughs> fifty to fifty. Yeah, <laughs> fifty plus. Like that's and, weird. And maybe there's just some bad luck in these kicks. I don't know, but regardless, he's he's had an off year, and I really don't know. Who was that kicker we brought in before? Was it John Parker Romo? Is that who it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is he doing? Let's see if he's still alive. He is. He's 25 years old. Has he played for anyone? <laughs> Is he on our practice squad still? Uh, I would assume so. Let's see. There's no information on this man whatsoever, by the way. Like, <laughs> the, I, the, there's not even a Wikipedia page. It's just his age and height. Hey, that's all Let's you see. need. Biography. Agreed to term with the Saints. It uh, doesn't help me. Let's find the Saints practice squad. I think he is. I, I'm pretty sure he was one of the ones we retained, but I'm curious if he was, so we're going to find out together. I feel that. Reserve injured. My lord, that list is long. 
the <laughs> I shouldn't have scrolled past that part. Okay, well this clearly isn't updated because fucking David Johnson's still on it. He is on it still, is he not? I thought he got removed. No. He's still in the practice squad, is he not? Well Derek Gore definitely isn't, so <laughs> Drew Desjarlis. Okay. I don't know who you are, but you're probably better than anyone on our roster, so yeah, he. I don't see him on the practice squad, so they must have cut him. But like, there's options for kicker this offseason. I'm not super worried about that. You could literally just draft one in the seventh round and have the best kicker of all time. So, or you know, just do whatever. Just do do uh, do what I would do. Just wait for the Ravens to have. I was just gonna again. say trade for one from the Ravens. <laughs> wait, wait for the Ravens to cut their kicker. They the have preseason. one, do they not? I could have sworn they have one. They oh, have that, like an extra one. Oh, that's how we got Will Lutz. That's exactly how you get Will Lutz, because uh, John Harbaugh had Will Lutz at Baltimore. They had one cover. last year, and everyone was, like, you know, jumping all over him, and then he just sucked, and he got cut, like, a week later. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why I got cut from the Ravens. This is this is not what I wanted. This was this is news. This is not roster. <laughs> <laughs> Ravens website is not the I forgot all about Lutz struggling this year until you mentioned that. Yeah, he's been... Not having a good time. Yeah, they don't have a kicker on their practice squad. Darn. So we'll see. I don't know it's gonna be one of those uh, one of those off seasons where I think uh, I gotta see some change. I gotta see the needle move in some kind of direction. Right. Yeah. I just do something, please. Anything. Make me happy. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, there's got to be uh, something has got to be done about this team. For sure. We'll see. I mean, it's it's just. Painful at this point. Because we like, mentioned, we mentioned, we want to win because we, we don't want before. the Eagles. <laughs> we mentioned it before because you know the Saints are kind of in that weird limbo of you know, do they yeah. just blow it up? Do they right. put it together again, try to compete? And I lean more towards the latter because I just know how the front office is. Oh, that's what they will do. It's they will they do. Should do. Yeah, <laughs> they will. They will try and compete again next year. Especially, and the worst I'm thing, sure. the worst thing for the Saints, for the worst thing for people who want to blow it all up is look how bad the NFC is this year. Right. Like, you don't think Mickey said they're going, okay, so if we had all of our guys healthy, <laughs> we're winning the NFC, no problem. Yeah. With great. a different quarterback. So, great. that's the worst it's thing for the one, those people. Say, not, that's not the mentality <laughs> you want right now, because then next year I'm sure it's going to be like every team is going to be 13-4. and four. Yeah. So, it will be a long season, and uh, I, I'm pretty sure once, uh, we, once the offseason officially hits, we will start doing – Positional breakdowns, previews, things like that. Have a several guests on with us to talk about uh, what kind of year we should be expecting from the Saints. And I mm-hmm. think uh, as much pain as they bring us, <laughs> and they bring a lot, make no mistake, they bring a lot yeah. of that to us. Oh, yeah, big time. It will be an interesting, noteworthy offseason that we definitely will have to discuss a lot about because for sure, I think there's going to be a lot of moves that are made. This will be the same team next year, so hope so. We still have, what, five games left? Uh, no. Yeah. Four. Four? No, nine. Well, the extra game. I mean, five with the extra eight, game. We're 12. Yeah, five. Okay. So we still have five games left. We'll see what I'm happens. Six weeks. <laughs> Later on, we'll, we'll preview the Bucks game, uh, which will be on <laughs> Monday Night Football. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry, I sound super stuffed up. I got a cold right now, so everyone's gonna get to watch us get dogged by the Buccaneers on Monday Night Football. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be. You know how last year it was nine to nine three, nothing, or whatever yeah. it was. It seemed like it yep. flipped. 
Yeah, it's going to be 63 to nothing. Yeah, so looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks for all the fine folks for listening. Uh, Jeremy, any last words before we uh, log off here for the day? Uh, God save the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> <laughs> I think what uh, you meant to say was Sean Payton and Drew Brees, please come back. Yeah. I mean, essentially what I said. Right, we thought Noodle Arm Breeze was bad. Yeah, you thought that was bad. <laughs> At least he had decision-making. <laughs> and knowledge of the offense. Yeah, good. I mean, we thought he couldn't throw. Jesus. Dalton can't throw past the one-yard line. No, so, hey, it'll be a fun offseason. We're looking forward to it. But the season, this season is still going on, so we'll see if they make a late yep. push. Win five in a row, get to nine and eight. And, oh, whoa! Uh, and then and we'll still miss the playoffs. And we'll, and we'll host the playoff game. So. Oh yeah, and then we'll lose. Yeah, we'll lose to Dallas. <laughs> to the Vikings, not to the Vikings. It's gotta so. be the Vikings. <laughs> you with the Vikings? I can swear. Actually, no. It's the off year because we lost to the Vikings, then we lost to the Rams, then we lost to the Vikings, then we lost to the Bucks. So it's an off year. So we have to lose to someone else. Cowboys. Cowboys. I think, well, <laughs> That's I think, the worst possible team to lose to fan base wise. Because I think right now, if you're the if and you're, then we'll send Sean because the South will be the hey, fourth. The South will be the fourth seed, which oh, means yeah. you're gonna. I don't host, think it's gonna, possible. You're gonna, host, you're gonna host the top wild card, which would be Dallas right now. That's fair. So, regardless, we get our cheese clapped. So. Yep. That's some new folks. We'll be back later this week to preview the Monday night game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And until then. You're going home with the Saints and Sinners podcast. We'll see you guys next time. See you guys.